Yeah, but when it plugs in, it goes from your ear across your body into your computer, right? Yeah, yeah. Just switch the setup. Flip, flip the setup oh, around. You can easier. take that logic. Go somewhere else with it. <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Five hundred raids of summer begins. Spinda has its time to shine. Kyogre is back in raids again, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode fifty-two of the GoCast podcast. It's June twenty-second, back in the promised land of Saturday recordings. <laughs> It's not Tuesday, no matter what anybody might tell you. It is indeed Saturday. My name is Chris, your host. I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. And special guest, JT Valor. Well, hello there. Hello. How's it going? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. You know, had a nice relaxing day. Get to talk to some cool guys. Can't wait. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll get we'll get to you, who you are, what you do and all that in just a second. I do want to give two quick shout outs before we dive into this episode today. Uh, the first one is to DeFi or Stephanie, uh, who is a brand new patron. And also Mike increased his pledge. Thank you so much to the two of you. We really appreciate it. We're thrilled to have you guys in our discord. And uh, man just it's it's gonna be great pvp is on the horizon i'm so excited okay all right anyway (laughs) time for the episode right okay so this past week let's talk about it really quick before we jump into jt and who he is and all that good stuff all right so this past week let's talk about our goals kyle i'm here to hold you accountable let's see if you did or didn't do it so your goal for last week was shiny absol i got it okay yeah right at the buzzer Seven hundred thousand experience how about that didn't quite do that one. Ooh. I got 400,000. So, yes. so pretty good. Most I'm, of it was today. Yeah. And I would have gotten probably almost 500,000 if I actually paid attention to my lucky eggs, but I wasn't. Oops. That's all right. That's where we're at. And then for myself, let's see. 10 shinies, successful launch of 500 raids of summer. All right. So as usual, I bought off way more than I could. <laughs> chew and uh i got we you know how you and i thought kyle at the end of today that i had gotten like six or something like that it was yeah. actually only four if we don't count the kyogre only yeah four. well uh, do you count do we count the kyogre do they count they're not gonna go fast remake. i don't know if i'm stretching for the shiny count then yes i don't know but anyway uh ness really quick well she she just got back from a trip so she's crashing real hard right now but she had uh some simple goals for herself because she was going to be out of town a hundred thousand experience and she was going to trade away some of her electric squirrels that she got at go fest and uh she did she did both of those and i've got her goals for later on in the show we'll get there a little bit but anything else crazy in your week kyle yes actually a couple of things so on thursday just getting off of work, you know, about 10 o'clock at night, spinning the Pokestop as I get in my car, click on an Eevee as I'm leaving. It's shiny. After a long day at work, I was like, is this a good thing? <laughs> my 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 tired brain does not decide. So I just took a screenshot, drove home, got home, still hadn't decided, clicked on a shelter. It was also shiny. And I'm oh, like, all right. Oh, man. So... <laughs> 
a bright good orange thing, boy. They're awesome. literally right next to each other on my most recent. So it's fantastic. fantastic. That's awesome. I yeah, like that's that. awesome. Good for you. So for myself, this week has been really crazy. Uh, for one reason and one reason only, and it is, of course, because 500 Reds of Summer started yesterday. <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about it forever. It's been like, what, four or five months in the making this campaign? Anyway, it, it happened. It started yesterday. Uh, the math works out to me having to do 5.62 raids daily on average in order to get 500 by the end of the summer. Jeez. I made a YouTube video that is very very dorky i'm proud of it for some reason uh, we'll have it in the description of the episode and stuff like that but if you guys are unfamiliar with what we're talking about 500 raids of summer basically have to do 500 raids of course of the summer and we're doing a t-shirt campaign for fundraising for the national park foundation so that's that's what we're up to all of that stuff will be in the description and we'll talk more about it towards the end of the show but without further ado why don't we dive into introducing our special guest here, JT Valor. So JT, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate having you on. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to talk with you. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's pretend that neither of us and the listeners that are listening have no idea who you are or what you do. So I'm JT Valor. I do Pokemon Go YouTube videos. And the big thing about my channel is that I go for shinies constantly. Whenever there's a new one, I'm pretty much on top of trying to find it. I've gotten over 500 of them now. I also don't have a car, so I have to do it all by walking. It's pretty rough. Oh my it's, God. it's fun, though. I really enjoy it. Like, I go out of my way, like... Sometimes I get off of work and I'm like, all right, this event's going live. Let's go, you know, and go walking for about eight plus hours, which has led to me losing a lot of weight, which is great. So, yeah, it's been pretty wonderful. So you want to give us like a, a quick summary of your weight loss journey, too? Yeah. So this is before I even got into YouTube and such, because at that time I did not have a lot of like self-confidence and stuff like that, you know, because that's just how my mindset was. But I used to be 276 pounds at the most. And then Pokemon Go comes out and I start going outside kind of like, you know, I got up and get up and go, as they say. It was a lot of fun. Like it you got getting, up and went. Yeah, it got up and went, as they say. <laughs> Pokemon went. Pokemon went. Pokemon gone. Pokemon gone. Yeah. <laughs> but I really I like it's it really hooked me in the beginning because like especially with the old tracking system of like, oh, oh, the steps went from three to two. Sweet. I'm getting close, I think. And like, you know, finding my first Abra and stuff and like just over time seeing that my weight was going down, like after the first 40 pounds went away, I was like, oh, I should really finally focus on this because it was never working in the past so yeah for a while it was just straight like i'm going to the gym now i'm going to eat healthy and slowly but surely after nine months i'd lost over 100 pounds and gained a little little bit of it back now because doctors told me that i shouldn't go so low for my body type but yeah i'm happy to say that that's something i was able to do that's incredible yeah thank you so the main focus of your videos are what if you had to give your elevator pitch to somebody Oh, you like shiny Pokemon? Because I got you. <laughs> That's pretty much how it is. Like, what's that? There's a brand new shiny out there? I'm going to go try to find it for you. And usually I do. Can't, can't give you a 100% success rating. That seal is still out there. It is. Yes. Before we re before we started recording here, uh, JT was just in Chicago for GoFest last week, and he was talking about how jealous he was of our seal spawns. It literally here. was the first spawn I saw off the plane. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And then the GoFest spawns <laughs> took over, and I'm like, well, there they go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but... 
you know, here we are. I, I don't quite understand why we have so many seals. I used to live in a, a very forest biome and it would just be caterpies and it would be, you know, uh, sea dot, it would tail out so, pidgeys and stuff. And, and then seal. I don't honestly, that's don't like, it, but... that's Florida right now. We have a very heavy bug grass kind of spawn point, but with occasional water, but that water almost never gives us a seal. Like a seal is rare in orlando specifically like i can't speak for the rest of florida but where i'm at a seal is like oh my god there's a seal over there either this is a nest or i hit the lottery right (laughs) (laughs) hope probably probably the first one right i mean i would assume most likely yes so what exactly about shiny hunting got you into it in the first place because i know that shiny hunting in the main series games is like a big thing because people shiny hunt on twitch all the time and they you know they spam resets and and all that so you're like really the first channel that i have seen or content creator in general that's like very focused on doing that but in pokemon go so is there a story there oh yeah there is actually a good story there so the first water festival when magikarp finally came out shiny i thought to myself i want that like i want to be one of the first people to get it and i wasn't in fact it took (laughs) five or six months prior to the release of it to finally get my Mm. first one but i went hard man like i knew where all the spawn points were this is when this is before gen 3 before the barbo just killed all the magikarps off like this was great (laughs) and like great barboach takeover it was bad like and it's it's still bad like i very rarely run into a magikarp i think like go fest this year was the most magikarps i've seen all year like it's that bad no really yeah, yeah. So back then they were everywhere and I went nuts for those things. And finally, after five and a half months, probably, I ran into my first one, had a miniature heart attack and it was fantastic. Chasing that that rush ever since, oh, right? Seriously. And then literally I got my second one like two days later at Disney Springs. I'm like, this is wonderful. Oh. Let's keep doing this. And then the Halloween events, I got all three of the ghosts, not a full set of each, but one of each of the ghosts. And then I was just like... Oh. I really want to keep doing this and like and I've always wanted to do YouTube but I didn't really know because I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing because you know you you just repeat what somebody else is doing really you you just become known as that other guy who does it but then there's the other guy who does it better you know because you don't know what you're doing for me it was like okay right or did it first exactly so for me it was like okay nobody's really like they say I want to find the shiny but they also have other things they're doing other things they're talking about for me it's like event is live there's a lot of these spawns I'm going for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, seriously, like I'll go nuts. Even before I like uh, the psychic events, I think that was last year. I literally got out of work at 12 a.m. and went walking in the middle of the night and found a shiny drowsy. Like, it's really just like that rush of like, I want to get it. I want people to see it. You know, like this is it's fun, though. The rush isn't as much anymore. Nowadays in the videos, you watch it and you're like, hey, I found this. Like, it's it's almost never true excitement anymore except for when i like get something that i really been hunting hard for you know nowadays it's like there's another one <laughs> you don't like lose your mind and like smash your phone on the exactly. ground just like i got it like bam yeah that, yeah that rarely happens but the GoFest video i made for this year i finally got the shiny all after ever since it came out i've been hunting yes. and hunting and hunting yes. and nothing and nothing and then constantly those researchers would come in you know when you win three raids and you'd get the absol nope 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 every time and then i walked 30 laps in the ghost section and i finally got it and i literally like that's awesome there it is. <laughs> my baby <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had another question yeah. actually considering that you are a youtuber 
so GoFest, tell me about what shooting there for content for your channel was like. Really easy, to be honest with you. So, like, there's just so much more because, like, people want to see the events. They want to know what it's like. And something I like doing in my videos is a lot is, like, the progression of time for me is my AR shots and, you know, like, you know, B-roll, basically. But, like, you know, I had the Valor tent. And so you have this big Valor symbol. And then it pans down to the shiny uh, Moltres, you know, and then I did that with the other uh, teams with their birds, you know, I was just like, I'm showing off the event, I'm showing off all the spawns, like an event like that is super easy to make a video for because there's super excited Pokemon players all around you, like there's shinies everywhere, which works great for my title. <laughs> it's literally, it's mm -hmm. the perfect storm for me. And then I am not as known, so I don't get stopped as much as like, I don't have to put a disguise on like Nick did, which was fantastic, by the way. <laughs> but that's right. Oh man, Rick. That's good old right. Rick. Good man. Like him. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, by the way, listening at home, uh, Trainer Tips Nick, he disguised himself as an old man on Thursday. And if you haven't seen that video, you definitely need to go see it. It's amazing. It really is. He's in the official uh, Niantic recap video as well as that old man, I think. So yeah, it was it was amazing. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I That's was like, great. probably added that. Nice. Yes. What sort of sense of community do you have amongst the YouTubers? Because we've had we've had a few YouTubers on here before, but I know because I follow all of you guys on social media and and all that that you guys had multiple meetups uh, with fans with each other and stuff like that. So like, how how was that for you? Because you're you're kind of you're kind of up and coming, right? You're you've been in this game long enough, and you're still growing and ramping up your channel. So how was it to kind of get into like a think tank of other people that are making similar content to you in the beginning it was uh so it was singapore when i first uh, like was like with them for something like i i hit up brandon ton about it i was like hey i'm thinking i want to go to this like i finally got the money to go i really want to see you you know because uh, he came down to orlando and i met him at GoFest the previous year so like you know he and i had a decent like you know liking of each other and he's like dude you gotta come and in fact he's like you're coming i already have a ticket for you i'm like all right fine well i have to i guess and uh, <laughs> I would, you know, I didn't have much of a like of anything with the other YouTubers in terms of like, I kind of talked to Zoe and I kind of talked to Reversal through their streams, basically, but tried to like make myself known that I was kind of out there and willing and like wanting to work with them slash, you know, hang around them. But then Singapore was a big one of like, here's everybody that I've wanted to like actually hang out and talk to and just kind of learn from, you know. And that was fun because, you know, I had random people in Singapore coming up to me, which was crazy to me. I'm like, really? You watch? Thank you. Like, that's awesome, you know? Like, and then seeing it happen to them. And then after they, like, say hi to Nick and they say hi to Geo, they'd see me and go, oh, it's you. And I'm like, it's me. What? You know, like, like I would not. <laughs> Wait, who am yeah, I? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't really, like, see myself, like, as in that category. But then, like, seeing other people. And then GoFest this year was crazy because it, it happened a lot, a lot more. And it was really nice because, like. Oh, 100%. And that's yeah. really cool. Like, I made sure, like, I wanted to really give everybody who came up to me, like, the time of day. I was like, because it means the world that anybody watches me in the first place. Like, you know, I would never have like thought in a thousand years that I'd have like random people coming up to me being like, I love your videos, man. Thanks. And I'm just like, oh, man, thank you. You know, like and then going to these meetups and stuff like it's just so cool to see like people that are excited to see, you know, everyone. And like we're all in the same thing of like we're just into this game so hard that we just, you know, it's really, sure. really a weird dynamic that I never really felt before. But it's really nice. 
Yeah, that energy is really contagious. Oh. It's it's a nice atmosphere. I mean, what you're describing is exactly how we met you this year, because I've I've watched a bunch of your videos before, and then you showed up to the Maria, I'm like, oh, dude, it's JT Valor. And then when we got rained out on Saturday and everybody <laughs> fled to the city and we were all doing raids, you walked past them like, dude, come over yeah. here. Like, what's up? Was how really are you? Like, and we like hung out. We'd... I was walking and I was just like, and I look and I make eye contact. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> I see you're stuck out here yeah, in the post, rain too. Post Mareep up. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's a good time though. That post Mareep up haze was, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think the rating in the city while the fest was down was probably one of like the coolest memories I have from this. Oh past yeah, for year sure. Because it was awful out and there was, people were so dedicated to like, I don't care if it's bad. I don't care if the main event is, is literally turned off, removed from the world. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> for that period of time. We're exactly. here to right. play and, Pokemon. And that's what, and that's what and we did. It, was... do it. <laughs> it reminds me of the, uh, when the game first came out and people are everywhere playing the game. Of course, now it's slightly different in terms of we're doing raids now, but like, it's just so cool. You know, there's people all across the streets, you know, chatting, trying to catch stuff. Like, it's something that you don't really see much anymore, sadly, and outside of a big event like yeah. that. And it's, it's so cool. Yeah, Kyle and I were downtown today because uh, it was the makeup Saturday uh, event for people that had Saturday tickets to go fest today from nine to seven. There were increased spawns. So Kyle and I went down and, and it was kind of almost a repeat. We ran into so many people. There were crowds of people playing Pokemon Go downtown today and there wasn't even an event to go to. It was pretty wonderful so how would you compare it to so obviously you got rained out but then you got to play for the rest of the day i'm assuming you went back um how would you compare it oh, we do you did. think it's just on par with it or do you think it's maybe not as good as the event was but still cool to run into those spawns like how would you compare the two mm. so kyle how would you yeah wh- wh- how do you would you say that our experience with the spawns today kind of compared to go fest i mean it's it's a no-brainer it doesn't really compare to go fest especially because 89 Pokestops at GoFest. So all lured up. The spawns were insane. The spawns in in Chicago today were good. And it was nice seeing the variety of Pokemon. But especially because there weren't habitats to focus spawns, it felt a little bit lackluster. But it made every single Mawile and Absol that spawned really exciting. Yeah, that's really true. Every single time it showed up, Chris and I were like, it's right there. It's right just, no, 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 not there on your no over there. I'm like I don't <laughs> would see find, it. Like little piles of Lapras, and that was pretty cool. So I, I suppose yeah, to answer your question, I would say the spawn density downtown in Chicago today. I mean, basically, it was the same spawn density that it normally is. I mean, somebody posted on the subreddit, or I think on the Silf Road subreddit, uh, like early last early this past week they they were like oh i finally got clarification i asked niantic what should we expect and they said yeah if you want to increase your chances because the, the person that was asking the question was asking about a few things um it, they were asking about incense they were asking about lures they were asking about uh spawn density stuff like that and they said you know go where there's normally like large amounts of spawns like pokestops and stuff like that which leads me to believe that basically they just kept all the same normal default spawn points and just changed the spawn pools for those Saturday people. So if you were expecting an increased go fest style cluster of really great spawns, it's not what we got. So Kyle and I got lucky going into the city and being able to, and it, it was about 60% in comparison probably to what go fest density was spawn wise. 
but it's normal for Chicago, which is still good. So that it's cool to hear, especially because you know you guys live in the same city, so you get to see the before and after almost. But yeah, it was interesting to see the comparison from you guys because I'm I'm wondering people that live in rural areas. I hope it worked out well for them because obviously they don't got the same spawn points and stuff. You know what I mean? So that was my big question of yeah. how they were going to do it. So I have yet to hear anything. You know, I haven't really seen anything, but hopefully it went well for them too. I'm really hoping so. I mean, and the answer to the lure and the incense question was yes. Anything that increased spawns in general would increase because the default spawns were just changed. That's how it worked. So, I mean, it, yes, it would increase your chances. So I, I'm hoping that those people were able to throw an incense on, get outside and, you know, really take advantage of the spawns. But who knows? I'm sure we'll hear tons of stories this upcoming week because it literally ended two and a half hours ago. So... <laughs> We'll wait for the internet to disseminate that information. Chris and I are still yes, exactly. Oh, speaking of recovery, let's take a minute. That was a quick minute. Okay, cool. It's time for the news. So first things first, Kyogre is in raids until June 27th. Kyogre is back. Don't tell anybody. It's a big secret that Kyogre is back for the fifth time, I think, fourth time fifth time it it doesn't fourth matter time. kyle has eight shinies doesn't now care. so uh don't worry, even worry about it <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, it's a four how I've many did you get four, today but two or three? two or three okay two jt how many shiny two. kyogre are you saying oh on? i i had three but i traded one okay yeah honestly i have yet to touch it yet i have yet to touch it since it's come back <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about the shiny version of Kyogre? Oh, solid. 10 being good, 0 being... Mm, <laughs> shiny Zapdos. I'm going to give shiny Kyogre a solid like 9 out of 10. It's a good color. Like It changes. You can definitely tell as soon as you see it, it's fantastic. Like I It doesn't agree. just turn a darker blue or anything dumb like that. You know? You know right. It, it doesn't oh, Gengar man, you at color? all, so that's nice. Uh. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh that's uh, right maybe gengar should be the zero i think gengar honestly yeah <laughs> gengar and garchomp uh, are gonna be just the worst yes definitely it's okay mega gengar is gonna Ooh, show up and I save hope. it it looks really good. good yeah that that stark okay. white oh it looks really good so yeah kyogres and raids get out there do your thing i know for this first week of 500 raids of summer i was really excited well actually technically just this first day so far of 500 raids of summer I was really excited to get a ton of Kyogre because that meant that they weren't filling up my Pokemon storage because I'm terrible at catching Kyogre consistently. All right. But one that I'm looking to really fill my storage with is Raikou because I'm just this is a reminder and kind of like a follow up from last week. Raikou Day is his upcoming weekend on June 29th. And while we weren't sure last week, there has been confirmation since that it is going to run the full three hours. So 4 to 7 p.m. local time, June 29th. Gather your friends. Don't miss out. It's going to be sick. Raikou looks like a tiger. So <laughs> how could how could you not want that? There are also research updates for July. Okay. Remember how the last two research breakthroughs were kind of lackluster and kind of disappointing because we're like, look, a pool of Pokemon we get over and over and over again. Maybe next time they'll do something exciting because they're just buying themselves some time. That makes the most sense to us. All right. Well, we finally got the news and I'm excited to say that we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be starting on July 1st. Groudon, Kyogre. <laughs> In case you don't get your fill, Latios, 
and Latias. Now, here's the best part. What? All four of them can be shiny because they've already been shiny and out before or in boxes or all of those things in some fashion. Yeah. Groudon, Kyogre, Latios, and Latias. If you you know do your research, you can get a bunch more of those. But on the upside, this is the first time Kyogre or Groudon have ever been level 15. Wow. This is true. <laughs> game changer right there well I, I, you know? <laughs> on the other upside maybe next next research breakthrough it'll be Groudon, Kyogre, Ooh. and Cresselia and then the Cresselia being level 15 will actually there you go there you go I like that now you're using your noodle Kyle like absolutely he's got to think three months <laughs> okay. in advance <laughs> All right, so if you had told me that this portion of the update for the next month was going to be the most exciting thing, I probably would have told you that you're a liar, but here I am, uh, proved wrong yet again, because the most exciting thing that's happening, arguably, there's going to be a new spin to form, which isn't exciting, but this is for <sighs> JT right here. This is a love letter from Niantic. Oh, yeah. The shiny form oh, no. is yes. finally being released. Yes. Oh, man. So were you going to collect a shiny version of every spin to spot pattern? Look, my I am a glutton for punishment. And honestly, I like so I have two flower crown shiny Eevees that I evolved and I'm trying to go for the full set of that. Ooh, so you ooh, understand man. that I'm going to suffer for a while on this one because those spend quests, unless they change something. And I really hope they do are pretty rare. Like right now, running into a spend quest good luck like it's it's like one and like 50 plus for me at least yep i feel like the last one i got was the valentine's one. right it's like 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 it's that been that wow, long really? speaking of which though did you see the um like the heart is cool and all i like that a lot that they did that did you see that the leaked shiny version the heart is actually like broken in the middle like a broken heart really oh, yeah that's, that's i saw amazing. that and i was just like oh that's good i really hope somebody didn't like fake that because it looks really good <laughs> that'd be incredible maybe this upcoming well in next year's uh valentine's day maybe that'd be pretty cool right oh man right? you know you just find your shiny oh, broken crown about... or not crown broken uh heart like it would look so good you got me excited now you see See, Thinking now you're on the Spinda train. You get it. <laughs> oh, God. And as long as it's not a bad quest, like, oh, you got to get five great throws, curve great throws in a row. It's like, man, oh, it's going to it's going to happen. Well, it already, it, that's what it is every single month already. So we're going to get it <sighs> some more, I guess. I don't no. know. We'll see how it is. Maybe I won't go so hard for this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the, the last thing for this month, um, well, I guess technically the tail end of this month, starting on June 23rd, if you get an EX rate invitation, you're going to encounter the speed form of Deoxys, which is a big deal yeah. uh, because it will be basically... Well, not good, I suppose, is the way to put it until they really kind of add some things <laughs> and mechanics to the game, like actually using speed. So as of right now, he's going to be just another Shedinja that just doesn't quite translate to go, but is there. The, the, so the good thing about this is that Deoxys is almost over and we can maybe get Darkrai or something. Actually, See, that's in. what I'm saying, too, is like once we're done with this, this is like the Reggie curse. Once the Reggies were gone, we had something to look forward to. Now the Deoxys is almost gone. I can see a light or hopefully darkness at the end of the tunnel of a beautiful Deox or Darkrai. <laughs> Please. Like that'd be uh, incredible. Like, honestly, could you see that of coming out of an EX like egg, like a nice Darkrai there? Like, oh, God, that'd I, you be know so what? cool. The I mean, oh. I'd actually be interested. The in scale one. for Darkrai right? is something I'm not too familiar with. Is he big or is he small? 
He's like human sized. He's yeah. yeah. He's he's like he's only like five or six okay. feet. Gotcha. As far as yeah. I, I'm aware. So yet again, U.S. is not the next on the chopping block for the Pokestop submissions, but we are inching ever closer. Singapore is going to really benefit from this. Uh, there is a huge player base in Singapore because I mean, uh, pretty much anything overseas, it's like besides Japan. And Australia is doing their own thing, uh, which is great. But Singapore is like a huge hotbed for Pokemon Go. So this is really exciting for them. I think this is going to be probably the toughest stress test they've had so far, besides maybe rural India. Uh, but hey, we'll see how it we'll see how it, it rolls out, how it goes. Uh, last thing for news here is the APK mine for 0. 0.147.0. So here's all the key takeaways. I'm going to go through these pretty quick and then we can go back and cover the things that are very exciting. So this is from Pokemon Go Hub. I'm getting their great summary. First things first, the fairy move charm. The stats have been added. It is indeed a fast move for fairy types. Awesome. They There isn't a mechanic for, Boy. for status in yet. Finally so, happened. That's exciting. That's cool. Uh, new badges and new no evolution forms have appeared for select Pokemon, one of which is Wurmple. Uh, so people are hopefully saying that maybe Party Hat Wurmple is on the horizon. Hmm? We can only hope. We can only hope. Give the people what they Hopefully want. Hopefully it can I be answer. shiny too. Give us that purple worm with the hat, man. Oh, I need amazing. it. Let's do it. Let's let's petition Niantic. We're we're not going to play your game except we're going to play your game every day until this happens. I mean, like they've already I don't know if you saw the uh, files for the Stantler with the jingle bells around its neck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're doing it more like you you gave it to us in an image man it wouldn't be here if you didn't put it in the image this is what you did to yourself niantic right exactly i think that they're yeah. holding some of those assets back and we'll probably see them in the future i hope so because yeah. the, they're those, holding it hostage is what they're doing those jingle yeah. bells on the stantler looked real good it was good i'm excited for this upcoming just give the shiny red nose as well and we're set perfect yeah a new loading screen has appeared as well. So there's a new summary loading screen. It's got the Lake Spirits, Shelter, Corsola, Mantike. Uh, there's a Finian on it, a Psyduck. And then strangely enough, there's a Gibble on the rock out in the middle of the water. Out of all of them, Gibble is the only one that doesn't quite fit in because it's ground. So, uh, but he he's is a, a shark. little shark dragon. Yeah, he's a little shark dragon. You know, it's fine. Okay. You know what? I wasn't I wasn't in, but now I'm in. You got me. We got to yeah. right. go with, I think it was Tao Pikachu's hopes. It's a massive water event with tons of gibble. Oh, please. That'd be amazing. Yes, please. I, yeah, at the time, I was like, I don't know if that'll work out, but maybe he's on to something. That makes the most sense. Oh, maybe. that makes the most sense. One thing from my week I forgot to mention, not to go back, though, my girlfriend traded me a gibble last night yeah and i immediately dropped 125 rare candy into it to make a garchomp so i was a very happy person last night my girlfriend is the best so yeah i i finally hatched my first one forever ago like this was a long time in the making and it finally came out during this double candy so 64 candies from the hatch i was set i was so happy I'm sitting over here with I'm I'm checking right now. I've also hatched again a 92 eggs this week. It's been around oh or over God. 100 eggs every single week that I've been hatching and still no gibble. No, no. Hope you gibble. like Jatini though. 
Yeah, right. Or Lavatar. No, you know. Shinx. Oh let me God. tell Shink. you. Oh yeah, Chris. Let is me crowded. tell you. Yes. So it's really funny. We were we were walking around. And we were hatching 10ks. We were lamenting today downtown in Chicago about how many Shinks we get out of 10ks all all the time. And I hatched two eggs back to back. Both of them were Shinks. But after the first one, I was like, Oh, by the way, Kyle, do you know that there's a really easy trick for remembering uh, or noticing if your Shinx is 100 percent or or you know at least good enough? Is like, oh really? What is it? I'm like, it's just it'll be an even 500 CP if it's 100. And the next one I hatched, it was 500 CP. He's like, oh look at nice. that. I'm like, is it weird that I'm not happy about it 100 percent? Like. <laughs> goodness me like yeah. i don't mean to be a jerk but that's my second one like i'm good <laughs> yeah they seem more common it's weird they definitely do so I, I mean we're are. all pretty excited about the fairy fast move it's been a long time coming oh, yeah. is there it's kind of a, a very slight apk mine there's not very much in it it's just kind of catching up from other things that have been put into the game or into the code in the past so not really too much to unpack there so why don't we hop into gear up so this week on Gear Up, we're going to take a look at Jungle Cup. I know we have a PvP section, but all the research hasn't been done yet for Jungle Cup. So just want to take a look at one aspect that we mentioned last week, and that's the normal typing, which we haven't seen yet in a PvP cup. And we mentioned last week, I think it's going to prove to be the most interesting one because normal is neutral outside of uh, fighting types being super effective against it. But some Pokemon that you can look out for and I think one, the first one on the list is my favorite because it's so ridiculous. It's Delcaddy. What? <laughs> yes, Delcaddy uh... with faint attack and then disarming voice and wild charge. Wild charge. And the real reason, <laughs> the real reason, the only reason I can imagine that people are looking at Delcaddy is because at level forty, a perfect Delcaddy is like fourteen ninety six. So it's hard to beat level forty base stats when you're talking pvp so delcaddy is normal type does it have a secondary typing or is it just normal no it's pure pure normal so none of these moves and it's suggested move set are stab yeah that's awesome it's purely purely for the uh the coverage and damage that they deal that's awesome so cool i just i think that's that's wonderful i really hope once it's really broke everything gets broken down delcaddy remains a good option because that's amazing. I'm excited already just from this first thing on this. List. I'm sorry. We'll never get through <laughs> like, no. this. Keep going. <laughs> then some of the more obvious ones we've talked about. Snorlax, Lick, Bayou Slam, and Heavy Slam. Lick generates a ton of energy really quickly. Yeah. Body Slam is a really fast charging move. Can deal decent damage and it can burn shields pretty quickly. Heavy Slam for the coverage charges i believe the same as body slam might i think heavy slam is though. a two bar and i think two body bar, slam okay. is three if i'm i might be wrong if i'm wrong it's okay sorry internet <laughs> not, i'm just i'm, I'm not, just but... saying if i'm wrong it's okay and i'm gonna abolish all of that negativity yeah, go ahead <laughs> more noteworthy though are the next two because there's gonna be munchlax so, you know a little baby snorlax mm -hmm. and the big deal is it can get to level like 32 if it's the perfect ivs and with munchlax and snorlax base hp that's that's a really big boy that you're oh, dealing yeah. with that's and awesome then, uh you want lick bulldoze and body slam on a munchlax i might actually look into that because i kind of want to prepare for a, 
a jungle cup, even if I don't take part just to practice against people, it seems like a lot of fun. I volunteer myself as tribute. Let's spar. <laughs> All right. Neither of us are sure if we're taking part yet, but there will be sparring. Then. Oh, I, if you're down, I'll do it just to fight with you, man. That sounds like All fun. Right. Next up, we mentioned last week, Vigoroth with counter, body slam and brick break. Of course, Vigoroth has pretty solid base stats because slacking's base stats are through the roof. But I think the biggest thing here is that it knows two fighting moves. So it can break down if the enemy brings a Munchlax or a Snorlax or other normal type moves. Yeah, and I think it's important to note that, uh, Kyle, we called this. Yes, yes, we did. We're like, <laughs> he's, he's going to be, he's, you, you're going to want to use him. Can't bring, you can't bring slacking, but. We're never right, so it's important to celebrate when we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Ness isn't here. Ness is the one who's usually right. Right, right. But on a similar vein, lastly, just want to mention Kangaskhan with low kick, power up punch, and then either outrage or crunch, depending on what you want to do. And of course, more fighting type moves and power up punches is good. You know, you, you want the power up punch if you're your fighting type. That makes them very noteworthy. I think I think these are very interesting Pokemon. What do you guys think in terms of what we've seen before? Honestly, I love seeing it. Like, I mean, I was actually like, I, I had a Kangaskhan. It's like a 1496 or something. And I got it from an egg and I was like, man, this is awesome. You know, and I went through it. It's, it doesn't do as good as I wish, it, like as I hoped it would, but it's still pretty solid. But honestly, like that Vigoroth, though, I've been watching people use it. It's nasty. You can spam that body slam like crazy. It's once you get that thing built up, you pretty much probably have won that game unless somebody really gets in there with a the fighting moves. You know, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, JT, how involved in PvP are you? That's something we didn't touch on earlier. So I've only ever done PvP officially once and it was at a party in Singapore. I didn't even do like the full thing with Kang and them because I was just too busy doing my own thing at the time. So I like it. It's something that I want to get more into, but unfortunately, currently, like, I still don't quite understand it to the point that I feel like I could competently cover it. Like, every time I get a shiny, I'm like, yeah, maybe this could be good in the Great League since it sucks normally. But, like, <laughs> that's, that's like, my mindset is, like, that actually has made things a little bit better now, though, with PvP as, like, man, all these shinies that are taking up space in my collection now actually might kind of be useful. It's a nice thought, you know, like, oh, Maybe all those Typhlosions with Blast Burn actually might be good, you know, like... Oh, yeah. It's cool it, to... Yeah. It gives a purpose to to Pokemon that normally wouldn't have one, you know, exactly. in, in a meta that's all about <laughs> CP and all that stuff. It, yeah. Trust me, that Delcaddy, though, I love the fact that that's, like, a thing. Like, I, I saw people using it in PvP before this was, like, you know, like, when people were first figuring it out. It's nuts, man. Like, how good that thing was. Yeah, and what other situation would we ever have a conversation about Delcaddy? We wouldn't exactly exactly that yeah yeah so i'm pretty excited kyle to answer your question for myself I'm, I'm pretty excited about what we're looking at so far like even the conversation that people are having around these pokemon even if after this cup you know it, it's live it's running people are, are doing all, all the testing and stuff like that we'll see how how the chips fall i'm i wouldn't be too surprised if it actually changes up quite a bit because opening up normal the the normal pool uh, for the first time is a big deal. 
Like it's a lot of Pokemon and there's a lot of, like we just mentioned before, weird flexibility and move coverage and stuff like that. So I'm pretty excited to see what comes of this. I think my favorite thing to see when I'm looking at these analysis for all the, the cups that are happening are how middle evolutions fare because of the way like CP works and the the ceiling. We talked about it way back when PVP first came out that that is where the real complexity is. The fact that the 1500 CP compared to level caps really opens up this variety. And I think that's really cool to, to see, especially with stuff like Vigoroth being used, but slacking would be like a joke type of situation. It's also interesting to see that most of these Pokemon, when you have them at like the highest form, you know, like Gengar and all that, like their moves are more geared towards raids while the middle tier ones seem to be more geared towards PVP, which is nice to see because like a golem in PVP will get wrecked because it doesn't have good moves for that. But a graveler might actually have some shots because they have good moves. So Right. I like that. Like, it makes you use things you no- normally wouldn't. Like, I have a really good Dunsparce that I wish would be good. But I want to use it in <laughs> PvP because it's a Dunsparce. Oh, man. Dunsparce needs an lose. evolution. That's what Dunsparce oh, needs. Gen 8, yes, come does. on. Get That'd that Mega amazing. Evolution in there, too. Mega Dunsparce. Oh, my God. Mega Dun- ah. okay, don't give Dunsparce an evolution. Just just give us Mega Dunsparce and just be done i'm down spars with make it. him look like shenron from dragon ball z i'm down Ooh, let's do it I'm, yeah. so, I'm so on board oh my gosh i'm hopping in my car we're gonna go visit niantic we're gonna we're gonna show him a, a sketch we did in the car on the way there it'll be great okay. it'll be magical <laughs> all right speaking of magic that's a great transition because i can't think of anything else so the poke lore let's, let's do that so this week just because Kyle and I just spent the entire day running around Chicago looking for him, I figured this would be an appropriate time to cover Pokemon that we'll probably never have an appropriate time to talk about again. <laughs> Absol, the disaster Pokemon, and Mawile, the deceiver Pokemon. So I'll talk about Absol, and then I'll pass the mic over to Kyle, and he'll, he'll talk all about Mawile. So Absol is a quadruped Malian Pokemon with a dark blue to black body covered in white fur. It has a ruff around its neck and chest and a tuft on the top of its head adorned with a single blue-black oval. It has a feline face with almond-shaped red eyes, a scythe-like tail, and a crescent-shaped horn on the side of its head. It looks like a, like a yin-yang, basically. Like it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Its broad feet are equipped with three claws each, and spikes protrude from the heels of its hind legs and the elbows of its front legs. Abzol lives in the mountains far from civilization and rarely ventures down from its alpine home. Using its horn, Absol is able to sense even subtle changes in the sky and the land to predict when a disaster will occur and will try to warn people when one is approaching. This often has the unfortunate effect of Absol itself being blamed for the disaster. Aww. Notably by Aww. the elderly. Aww. <laughs> Bummer. It does have a mega evolution. Mega Absol emits a fearsome aura that has been known to kill faint-hearted people from shock. It directs this aura at its opponents by beating its, quote, wings. It gets, like, fallen, beat-up angel wings. It's pretty cool. They're not capable of flight. However, Absol apparently detests assuming this form, and it normally dislikes fighting in the first place. Absol just seems so misunderstood. It's a chill guy. It's a chill guy. So max CP for Absol is 25, 26. Don't worry about base stats. 
you're not really going to use Absol for raids or anything like that. Uh, the best move set is Snarl and Dark Pulse, both dark moves. Now, Kyle, tell us all about Mawile because that's a weird Pokemon. Mawile is a short bipedal Pokemon with a pale yellow body and black arms and feet. Its legs have a thick fur-like covering resembling a hakama or a skirt. Its most notable feature is a pair of large black jaws emerging from the back of its head. These jaws have an oval yellow spot on their top surface and contain 10 pointed teeth, six on the top row and four on the bottom. While the jaws are said to actually be transformed steel horns, Mawile can articulate them at will, using them to bite enemies and chew through iron beams. These jaws are also incapable of tasting and can be used by Mawile to eat food it doesn't like. <laughs> That's the dream. I just, I just hold like my nose, part. but I guess there we go. Yeah, this is like that. You have to eat your broccoli. It's like, all right, use yeah, my like, second okay. fake mouth. We're good. <laughs> I'll show you. I'm gonna use my ponytail. <laughs> it has red eyes and two black ear-like extensions on either side of its head. Mawile is typically found in caves. It uses its non-threatening appearance to make foes underestimate it, then attacks with its giant jaws or swallows prey whole. When engaged in battle, Mawile usually has its back turned on the enemy to better use its jaws. Mega Mawile can use both its jaws to grip on prey and tear them apart. These jaws thrash around violently. Well, for those who don't know, Mega Mawile just basically grows a second set of jaws on the back of its head. It's insane. It's It's insane. Goofy. It's so goofy. Max CP of 1634. Ooh, contender. It's awful. It's really awful. And not even and not even like we were just talking like potential PvP use because of the max level. No, it's just it's just really bad. It's it's best moveset is bite and play rough, which is maybe pass on this one. You gotta think about the future mega PvP though. You you know you're speaking this now, but You'll see those double draws will come in Prove handy. Prove me wrong, Niantic. <laughs> All right, so as of June 22nd, Mawile is bad. So <laughs> maybe by by June 22nd next year, we can revisit this and be like, Mawile is okay. Not good. I don't think we'll get there, but but okay. I'll look it in the eyes now. That's fine. All right, well, thanks, Kyle, for the nightmares. Let's go into the Pokepole. Last week's question, what improvements could Niantic make to their live events? Since there's some 1,500 people, maybe extend the raid timers and extend the number of people allowed in the raid so more people could participate. What he's saying here, because this is devoid from the rest of the email that it was in, basically just like there's so many people around these things. Why not just lower the time and extend the raid timers so that more people have more opportunity? Kyle and I actually had this exact conversation today while we were trying to make a route for planning raids downtown Chicago. We we're like, well, we have to wait an hour until we can get into this one. So what are we going to do? If it was a 15 minute timer, that would have solved that problem right then and there. Honestly, like GoFest 1, when they released all the legendaries, it was like, boom, there it is. Boom, there it is. Like, that should be how they do it from now on is like, there's everybody in the city. I'm not, I don't want to sit around waiting for this thing. Like let it spawn. Like people will be doing it for a while, you know, like, right. Exactly. Uh, Excel chef had to say, hold it in some other town besides Chicago. Okay. Well, fair enough. We'll see. Spider-Man C one thirty seven said maybe a cool scavenger Pokemon hunt. Sounds kind of fun. If you implement riddles with Pokemon name puns or something like that, 
yeah, like a more kind of involved kind of cerebral uh, research or special research. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be into that. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, Alex said, I think Niantic could one release the shiny of the region exclusive being featured and two do a special raid battle of sorts. Sometimes people want a break and a raid battle would be a nice break to take. And three, yeah. finally, maybe try two special research tasks. The Jirachi one this year kind of flew by. Fair enough. Yes, it did. Uh, in comparison, to you know, to it's funny that I that I see that because like everybody was complaining kind of about Celebi and how long it took for some of them. Like they felt like they were doing that the entire event. And I, for one, loved the Jirachi quest. Like once I was done, I was like, cool, I can focus on trying to find the thing I want to find now. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I love Jirachi, but my goal was to get certain shinies I didn't have already. So it's interesting to hear like a. This needs to be a little longer. I mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but like that's definitely an interesting. I that's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I think uh, Kyle and I talked about this last week. We were talking about how Jirachi seemed really short and Celebi took a long time, and it definitely took most of the day uh, last year for us to finish the Celebi quest line. But yeah, I like what you're saying, especially if you're at this event to get a lot of other things done or meet a lot of people. Getting that special research out of the way is there's value in that for sure. But right. I don't know. Like I, I, I always also, finish the special research right away. And so like, I never have any left to do. So I could always have more. I could see the benefit though, in, in something with like, like two special research tasks, one for the, the specific Pokemon they're trying to showcase like Jirachi. And then another one, maybe afterwards, just for rewards that encourage you to take part in the event. Right. But like, they don't have to make the rewards so good that people who want to focus on things that feel like they're missing out. I could definitely right. see that. It's like, oh, make more friends at the event for this, you know, like, because yeah. after I got my first three friends, that that was the last time that happened. <laughs> yeah, every time you got that field research, trash. Done. Trash. <laughs> exactly. Kyle, you say that, but you, you walked away with, you know, what was it, 5,000 rare candy, something like that? What was <laughs> I walked away with 300 from that event. 300. So I That's did incredible. every single one except for the, uh, the make friends. Oh, man. All right. Okay, so this week's Pokeball question. If you can increase the spawn rate of one Pokemon, what would it be? Here are some rules. It has to be something that can actually spawn in the wild. And let's be, more, let's be more creative than Gibble. How about that? <laughs> All right, so Kyle, why don't, you, uh, why don't you set a good example for the rest of us? Because uh, see, even though I see, do this every week, I don't know that. what I'm doing. Before you said that, I was... And unfortunately, we did have a slight technical problem where the last little tail end piece of JT Valor's track kind of got lost into the ether, into the internet somewhere. <laughs> we couldn't quite figure it out. Anyway, basically, we'll have to get to emails next week. Sorry to those that look forward to that section. Go ahead and follow JT Valor on YouTube. You can find him just by typing in the letter J, the letter T, and then Valor, uh, spelled just like the team name, to find him and all of his associated content. Make sure that you check out 500RateToSummer.com, uh, GoCastPodcast.com, and if you want to send us an email, send it to mail at GoCastPodcast.com, and if you want to help support us on Patreon, we got one there. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. Thanks, you guys so much for listening we'll see you next time for episode 53 bye-bye